0: Hi, I'm Webster Ford. I am the host of Nerdinary, a place where we look into nerdy things in life and make them part of ordinary daily life. As we dive into each nerdy topic, we'll encourage you to take time to find out what makes you nerdy and to make it a more ordinary thing. You know what? I'll encourage you to make it Nerdinary. Well hi everybody, welcome back to Nerdinary, Webster with you, kind of as always, right? And we're getting into episode 44 where we're nerding out about life and about Life Day. Now before I go into this, I do need to give you a full trigger warning for those of you who are enduring mental health issues or who have endured some different things involving mental health. I will be diving into uh, my own attempt at my life as well as other things that incur- that went through that as well. So if that is something that is going to trigger you into an episode of something that is not very healthy for you, please know that you, if you skip this one, I get it. But I want to make sure that we do have that full trigger warning at the beginning of this episode so that you know kind of what we're going to be talking about. Right? Because as of the drop of this release date for this particular episode, episode number 44, this is my new life day. And I say that because, well, frankly, this was the day plenty of years ago now that I thought that I was done. Right, And I listened to the demons in my head. I thought that the best thing that was going to happen for me and for everybody else was for me to not be here. And I was in the middle of going through a divorce and a separation at that point with my ex-wife. We get along fine now, but of course, in the beginnings of things, shit was heavy, right? And I will tell you, as I go through this, I'm going to share my story. And the reason I share this story is partly because it continues to remind me that, hey, I'm good, or I'm certainly a hell of a lot better than I was. And it's also to remind you that, hey, you're good, or you're a hell of a lot better than you might have been. Or you might not be good right now, but I promise, I promise to all things, holy and sacred, right? That you are going to be good or you're sure in hell going to be a lot better than you are right now, right? And at the beginning of a separation shits raw, right? At the beginning of things, you know, that that's not something you intended to do, right? And though things have turned out so much better, of course, when you take vows in front of God and everybody, you intend for those vows to be lifelong, right? You make them to do that. And it that didn't work. And there were a lot of things and a lot of reasons why. And I'm not going to go into that because that's not really the focus of this episode. The focus of this episode is taking an event that was horrible and almost life-ending To turning it into life-giving. And that's my point in talking about my story. And I was going through at the very beginning of a separation and the beginning of divorce. It was the beginning of the end of my first marriage. And there were a lot of things that were said. There were a lot of things that were done and none of them were really nice. right? And none of them were really uh, life-giving to the other person. And frankly, some of the things that happened and that were said were definitely, you know, attacks at each other. And I'm not claiming any freedom from guilt either. I wasn't exactly the nicest person towards the end of our. Uh, marriage either. So, you know I mean? It was, you know, punches were being thrown, not literal actual punches. Neither of us were physical or anything like that, but it was definitely, you know, mental punches were being thrown and attacks were happening based on specific things of our lives. And I realized as those attacks kept happening, you know, and I was allowing them into my head and taking them further than they needed to be taken mentally, my, those demons, right? And, and for those of you who battle with mental health that are still listening to this, you know, those demons, right? They, they tell you, you know, what the hell are you doing here? Why are you here? You know, what does this even matter? Right. You may as well just not be here. Right. And I will tell you the way that those things happened for me, you know, and I don't want to go into full, huge, amazing, ridiculous details about, the episode of my life as far, but you know, there were things that happened, right? And uh, a couple of years before this instance, I had ankle surgery and I had pain medicine. Let me tell you, pain medicine is real and it's awesome and it works. It knocks you out. It loops you up, right? And that was two years prior to this. And two years, I still had a whole bottle, though expired, of Vicodin. And I knew it was a painkiller, right? And I knew that I was in pain, But the pain that I was having at this point in my life wasn't you know, physical pain that I had from ankle surgery. It was mental pain. It was life pain. It was pain of being alive. So I thought the best way to get rid of that pain and the best way to try to to stop it was to take pain pills. And I took all of them. And I'm so grateful for some of the ways that I was found and the situations brought to themselves because guess what? I'm here, right? I thought that the best way for me to solve those problems and to answer the issues was to, to attempt and, and, and to go away. But the, 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 the joy frankly was that I was found and I was saved. And from that point on in December of 2009, yeah, everything's better, right? Because I woke up and I'll tell you if you're in a space where it's shitty It's going to get better because you'll wake up, right? And I promise that as we get nerdy about being alive and having life and being given a second chance at life, that I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you to find different ways to keep making this gift of life as nerdy as possible, as real and as whole and as ridiculous as possible, right? And, and again, luckily I woke up. Some people unfortunately aren't as lucky. And some people who don't succeed in in their attempts at their life don't feel lucky. I tell you, I feel lucky. I was found, and again, I was brought to a wonderful hospital with wonderful mental health advocates. This was 13 years ago, right? And 13, 14 years ago, mental health wasn't as prevalent as something to be advocated for. And thankfully, I was with people that gave a damn, you know, and then... I I had a road. Just like anybody who stumbles or falls or comes across something or sucks at something, you've got a road ahead of you, and some of that road sucks ass. And I will be the first to admit that it wasn't easy, and I will be the first to admit that it was worth it. Every single it was worth it. You know, and. As I as I share this story with you, it's it's not to bring any sobbing up or or you know uh, feeling sorry for me or or making you feel sorry for me or anything like that. It's proof that it doesn't matter who you are. Mental health doesn't give a shit whether you are the funny guy, the jovial person, the person that looks like everyone that like, loves everybody and everything. Mental health will punch you regardless, right? And and it's up to you to figure out how to handle that and how to be able to go through those things a lot of it is to handle it with a professional right if you bust your ankle if you break your nose if you are if you have a cold you go to the doctor right god willing you have insurance right and and if you're in a space that especially in a different country that that has universal health care it's a little bit i don't want to say easier because there are challenges that come with universal health care as well but you have those options available to you Uh, at your disposal, at least without having to worry about what it's going to do to your wallet. Now, that's why I've taken hits and breaks here and there with with seeing professionals as far as mental health professionals. But I will tell you, as I nerd out about this, because a lot of times, Nerdinary, we've got some funny shit in here and things like that. This one is much more getting nerdy and being introspective and finding those things that matter and in finding the fact that you matter. And, and you being here, even if just you are a listener, if you don't have much to identify with, you are a nerdinary listener and a hot damn if that's not enough because it is, right? So I'm breaking this down and I'm getting nerdy for you. So again, as proof that it can happen to anybody and because it can happen to anybody, anybody can also bounce through this. And it may be weird, tumbly ass bouncing and everything like that, but anybody can. You know, so th- this whole first segment is breaking down why I'm even doing this episode in the first place, because we all matter and we all stumble and we all fall, right? And we're all worth celebrating our own lives for. Our next segment coming up on the other side of this break, I'm going to talk about what's happened since, and and how working with professionals really does do something for you. And we'll do all that right after this break. Now it's commercial time. Hello. This is where there would be an advertisement, or if you are fancy, possibly it would be an advertisement. Imagine you, a local or national business, that would love to have your spot right here. We at Nerdinary would love to entertain the thought, the notion, the idea of an advertisement, an advertisement, right here in this empty break spot. Imagine you, sponsoring Nerdinary. If you'd like to, go ahead and reach out to Webb on Instagram at nerdinarypodcast. Okay, nerds. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to Nerdinary, everybody. And we are in episode 44, nerding out about being alive, about having a life. And not like just going, you know, hey, you go get a life, but actually just having a life. And in that first segment, I talked about me and my struggles with my mental health and how they came to a head. Uh, just over a decade ago, and now since, right, since I've seen professionals, I've sought therapists, and there is nothing, and I tell you, and I underline, and I overscope, and whatever verb you want to use, there is absolutely nothing wrong with seeking professional help or having a therapist, right? And right after everything happened back in uh, 2009 into 2010, I in a sense, kind of went on some dates with therapists. Now, I didn't go and date therapists. I went to therapy appointments and kind of tried them out. Find out finding people who. I was going to jive with because if I'm going to share my mental health shit with somebody, it better be somebody who gets me a little bit, right? It's kind of that same thing with you. I will tell you, if you are not seeing a therapist, change that. Find a way to get that into your insurance coverage. Talk about that with your insurance providers if you have those, right? And again, if you are listening from a country that has universal health care, utilize that. Holy Shit, go utilize it, right? Go use that for your medical professionals, your mental health professionals, all the professionals. They are professionals for a reason, right? Use them. Utilize them. Take advantage of them. Pay heed to what they offer for you for advice, right? Because they are there. They done they've done the work. And they and you may as well let that work be celebrated by utilizing it. Right? So I went on a couple of mental health dates in a sense, right? I tried a couple of folks out. I found one that really jived, right? And I will tell you, I stuck with him for probably about six months. And after that, I, I you know, I I I fell into the low the loop of I went on a couple of dates with somebody and I thought it was great. So I thought that I was cured and everything was great, right? I will tell you your mental health starts and ends with you. It doesn't start and end with whether or not you're in a relationship or you've got a thousand million dollars or you know you're in tip-top health shape, right? No. You're your mental health begins and ends with you and the actions that you take for it, right? Which includes finding a professional with whom you jive, right? And this would be the greatest time if somebody from BetterHelp was listening. I'd love to be able to l- loop on with those guys, right? That'd be wonderful. I could make this whole episode brought to you by BetterHelp. But, you know, here we are. Or other mental health places, you know, and because that there are places that you can get through your insurance. There are places you can get through your health savings account monies, you know, whatever it might be, you know. So then after that six months, I kind of started to kind of just utilize some of those things that the therapist that I had seen gave me as, as tips. And in a sense, those tips and tricks and tools were allowing me to be able to kind of figure out how to navigate post suicide attempt, post divorce, post separation, and into current, what it was, was single life. Right. And uh, you know, because when you think about that too, there were so many identities that were being changed. I you know, left my jobs that were down in the Twin Cities metro area at the time. I moved back home to my mom's house, right All of these other things, right? And then, of course, on top of it, I was no longer married. I was a single dad. And those are a lot of new identities. And if you're dealing with mental health bullshit and you're changing things about your you know with which you identify, it is a lot. And that's why it's so important, you know, because you've got your best friends, right? You, you're the people to within whom you confide and you share your shit, and they share your sh- their shit with you too as well. But you've got to have people who are objective, right? And and, I, and I, the the therapist I have now, I I very much jive with him. He talks about his life a little bit, in a sense, as far as like identifying with things that are going on in mine, you know. But uh, the thing about it is. And I tell I told this to him. I was like, "It's because I can talk to my wife. I can talk to my my couple of really great, amazing best friends that I have that I love so deeply and so and so tenderly and everything. But with all due respect to whomever that may be, they aren't objective, right? Once you start to love somebody, objectivity goes the hell out the way, right? You are officially a subjective soul, and that can end up. Sometimes not really clouding your judgment or shaping your judgment, but it certainly can make it be different, right? Whereas my therapist, and I will tell you, seeking professional help, holy shit, it is, it's weird. It's like going on an online dating app type of thing. You take some chances and you hope to God that somebody sticks with you. And my therapist, I told him, I said, dude, I'm so glad that I'm talking to you. You know, it was a while for me that I had, since I had last. Um, really, really seeked uh, professional help and, and have found somebody, you know, and I told him, I said, I'm so glad that I found you because you are an objective person that I can talk to and you can talk at me. And he, and the thing about a, a professional is they can call you on your shit, right? And they can do it from an objective way. And really they care if they hurt your feelings, but they also don't care, if they hurt your feelings because a lot of times that objective person is going to tell you something that you need to hear that sometimes the people that you speak with on the daily that in whom you confide that you say I love you to sometimes they may not be able to have that same conversation with you because of the subjective or the subjective feelings of, oh shit, I don't want to hurt their feelings, right? And you have those people too, right? Where they're talking to you and you're like, oh God, mammy, I don't want to say this because it's probably going to make them feel bad, right? So, so that's where professionals come in. And on top of that, professionals have other resources, right? They have phone numbers, they have books, they have... Years of experience, they have research that they did for their theses, theses not theses, right? I think it's theses. Either way, that sounds kind of dirty. But, you know, what's really the big thing that's happened since that attempt of my life in, in 2009 was I sought and have found professional help on various occasions. There, there were, at times, years between I, times I had seen a therapist Now I am actively seeing one, though it's virtual now, of course, in this world of everything being virtual, which makes it more convenient, right? It takes away some of those dumbass excuses of going, well, I don't want to drive because it's going to snow or it might be raining or, you know, Mercury's in retrograde or whatever the hell, you know, now that it's virtual, I, there are no excuses other than just like I'm tired and everyone's tired all the time. So I, I intend on staying with, with my therapist, and and seeking and utilizing professional help. And I will tell you, whether you are in a mental health struggle or you are in what you feel like is the greatest time of your life, seek professional help, right? Even if it's an annual checkup, right? For all of us adults, we need to go see the doctor at least once a year just to make sure that, you know, we do the check under the hood, right? We make every, make sure everything's good. It's kind of the same thing. See a mental health specialist, a mental health professional, at least once a year, just again, to check under the hood, make sure your brain's working in the right space, make sure that you are working in the right space, you know? And so that's going to be the biggest thing I'll tell you. And I've mentioned some of the tips and tricks that my therapists have, have brought to me to make me a more grateful person, to make me a reminder of the joyful person that I am and the joy that I have in me as a person, right? So seeking that professional help and utilizing it, As you are able, you know, and of course, if you don't have insurance and you are in the United States, a country that does not provide universal health care, then, you know, it would be, it's a little different, right? But especially though, as you go in, find the ways to try to make that happen in the means with which you have, right? Because obviously if you go outside of your means, that's a, that's going to be a new strain on your mental health. So big old caveat on that, do it if you can. And if you can do it to the fullest extent to which you are so ridiculously able, right? And now as I as I look towards wrapping up this episode, we're going to wrap this episode up on the other side of the break and we're going to talk a little bit about the resources that you might need if you are finding yourself in a very dire mental health state and also how to make your life a gift. We'll do that right on the other side of this break. Okay, nerds, it's commercial time. Do you know there's a really easy way that you can spread the nerdy love? Towards the end of this calendar year and the end of every calendar year, most podcasting platforms as well as most streaming platforms come up with a thing called Wrapped. Now, I most certainly think of this specifically on Spotify, but you can find this on almost any type of streaming service in which you find your podcasts. Go ahead and make sure that Nerdinary is in on your Wrapped parts, and you can share that on all of your socials as well. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nerdinary. Here, on episode number forty-four, and we are nerding out about life and having a life. And in the previous two segments, you heard about mental health professionals and my own mental health and where it kind of got to the lowest points. Our our last segment here is going to talk about resources for you, and also, and almost more importantly, the ways to look at life with a different type of fervor and a different type of view, maybe even a different perspective, right? So the first thing I want to highlight is for those of you who are in some type of mental health situation, whether you're in the United States or in another country around the world, there are universal resources that you can find. And some of the biggest things that I'll tell you is in the United States, the three-digit code, just like you could call 911 in an emergency, in a medical emergency or something, If you are in a mental health emergency, you can dial 988, and you can do that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, anytime that that unfortunately may arise for you. And what that will do is it will bring you to a professional, it will bring you to someone that will allow you to vent, to use whatever you might need to try to get you out of that mental health emergency, you know, and then... I will tell you, you know, that's the biggest resource that you can have is just that extra space, right? And and when all else fails, if you're in another country or you're in the United States and you can't remember 988, just dial your emergency number, whether it's 911 or 011 or wherever, whatever it might be, or 444 or whatever those, those digits in your country might be, dial them. Because though it might not be a medical emergency, they can also patch you to the right people, if those are happening. And also know those things for your friends, your family. You know, it's just as important to know those mental health resources as there are the medical resources, right? So those are the biggest resources that you can end up using if you're finding yourself in some type of medical or mental health uh, emergency for you or, again, a member of your family. And Now, let's say we get to that other side, right? And you are on the other side of that mental health emergency and you have survived. For one, you were supposed to survive, right? It matters. And then now that you are doing that, the biggest things I'll tell you is a whole bunch of dorky quotes I could come up with. But the first and most important thing I can think of is life is a gift, right? And current, present life is a gift right yesterday is in the past tomorrow's in the future today is a gift because it's called the present and the fact that you're in the present means that you are part of a gift and how you can continue to look at that perspective is knowing that knowing promising that when you're gone because we we all we all expire right when you're gone you will be missed and if you are not gone make something to be missed you know, and it's all, everything is worth it. You have survived every single day up to this point, And you, oh, powerful, amazing, ridiculous nerd that you are, you are the gift. And I'm so grateful for you and that you are here and that you've listened through this episode. I'm going to, I could stay on this soapbox of you being life, being a present, being a gift, but I would just be repeating myself. And for once, I'm not going to. I'm just going to say that you have survived everything and you are worth everything. Please reach out to professionals. Please reach out to me when or if you have mental health issues, mental health struggles. Shoot me an email, Webster at NerdinaryPodcast.com, find me on all the socials, or even just put a message in, especially if you're listening on Spotify, you can put some of those messages in there as well. You know, so thank you so much for listening. Know that you are a gift and know that if you are struggling, it can and it will get better. You just got to know and promise to yourself that you'll let yourself see that. Thank you for listening this week. Next week, we go back to the 80s again. And we're going to talk about all things pop culture and all the ridiculous stuff that isn't movie TVs or music that kind of encapsulated the rest of the 1980s. So that's next week's episode. And again, thank you so much for listening for this week's episode. Find us on all the socials. Make sure to like us or review us or anything like that on whatever podcasting platform you find on us. And again, put this episode in your group chats, put it in your, in your family texts, whatever it might be, and continue to share that nerdy love. Have a great day. Have a great week. Go take your nerd and be it. Nerdinary is produced, recorded, owned, and everything else by Webster Ford. Our theme music is Tooney by Liberty. For any questions, guest requests, or topic suggestions, find Web on Instagram at Nerdinary Podcast. If you like Nerdinary, please leave a bajillion-star review on your podcasting platform. Tell your friends, tell your mama, and tell the stranger you encounter every day. Thanks for listening, and be kind to everyone.